Hi, and welcome to the Fuck It All podcast. My name is Casey Light Gordon, and I'm your host. Fuck It All podcast is dedicated to modern women redefining what it means to have it all. When you go through the process of redefining or just dealing with the complexities of having it all, support is a pretty big part. If you're a Gabby Bernstein fan, she talks about us being the teachers of the lessons we're learning. I've been thinking a lot about what are the lessons I'm learning right now, and the universe spoke this week, and I really had no choice but to listen. I'm going to share with you some of the lessons here that I'm learning real time. I think they're going to resonate. I'll talk to you about some inside a marriage, inside a partnership and relationship. I'll talk to you about support from a girlfriend's perspective and also support through tragedy. It's been a week. I was a guest on the Support is Sexy podcast by host and author Elaine Fluker. Elaine's new book, Support is Sexy, How to Stop Playing Superwoman, Get Support, and Remember that Having It All Doesn't Mean Doing It All Alone. Let that sink in. Having it all doesn't mean doing it all alone. That's the flawed belief that so many of us take is that having it all means I'm capable of doing anything I want on my own. I've been thinking about this a lot. I often feel shame for saying what I need, comparing myself against those moms who don't need a break, the couples who can still find the spice in the day-to-day, and the entrepreneurs who can grind without eight hours of rest that I require every night. So when I met Elaine, I felt that her presence in itself was a lesson. She asked me to come on her show, talk about fuck it all and it all media, and it got me thinking about what support do I need and how do I ask for it or do I ask for it? I go through bouts, some where I can know and say exactly what I need, but most of the time I want a break and I feel like shit for asking for it. I learned this week that there are ways to do it that feel really freaking good. And as someone who was called on for support this week, I'll also tell you for those that love us, that want to be there for us, it feels really freaking good when someone says exactly what they need. The fixer in me and all of us appreciates clarity and specificity and being able to do something. Elaine has a saying that I just love. It's live the question. As problem-solving, go-getting beings, we love a good answer. But there's never a single easy answer, at least not for the big questions in my experience. And Elaine instead says, live the question. And what it means is say it without jumping to an answer. Instead of us ruminating on what is the answer, ruminate on what is the real question, what is the right question to ask. And when we live it, we begin to see the answer in different and maybe better ways. So my question this week that I've been living is how to give and get support. I think of the women in my life who I admire. These women aren't, to use Elaine's words, super women. They are super in touch with what they need and they're able to articulate it. They also know what good support looks like and they offer it too. As women, we need support. Hell, as people, we need support. But I'm going to give you three examples of what it has looked like for me this week. And I hope there's some really tangible pieces that you can take away. The first, Blake and I got into a fight this Sunday. He'd been in class all Friday and Saturday, and I'd been with my toddler, Tallulah. When we can, we've been working on a garden project around the house. Sunday, rented the tiller from Home Depot and set out to do some prep work to finally be able to put our plants in. Instant gratification projects, people. The tilling was supposed to take three hours. It took five and a half. And by the time 5.30 rolled around, I was tapped out. I'd spent a lot of time with the toddler. I fought off her pleas to watch Frozen and for those other moms out there, Coco Melon, God bless. We went outside, we played with our blocks, we swung on the swing. 
Blake came inside and I felt terrible that I was pissed off and frustrated that I quote unquote had to spend time with my beautiful, sweet little girl. But damn it, she is exhausting. She's awesome. She's exhausting. I also realized that I really missed my husband. He came in. I was frustrated because the day didn't go as planned. I thought we'd shop for plants in the afternoon, maybe take a walk on the belt line, do a nice dinner, have a Sunday that was about family. And instead, I was inside all day with a high energy kiddo and I felt deprived of husband interaction and adult conversation. He was frustrated because it's not like he'd been off gallivanting. Casey, I was at work and then school and doing manual labor in our yard. He wanted appreciation and understanding and I wanted attention and validation. I was in therapy earlier this week and recounting the experience. I said, listen, I know this is a common household marriage and relationship woe. It's not unique to us. We're in a season. And she said, yeah, but what if you said exactly what you need? Maybe you just need to say, Blake, I need a hug. I need you to tell me that you appreciate what I'm doing, that you see me. I asked, yeah, thinking about the breakup scene with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn, I want you to want to do the dishes. I said, doesn't that take away from the thing I have to ask for? She said, maybe. It's not romantic, but it's healthy. You can either sit around pissed off that he didn't give you what you need and not have the romance, or you can ask for what you need, you can get it, and then you can deal with the romance later on. She gave me some tough love and she was freaking right, y'all. I'm responsible and accountable for how I feel and what I need. No one else. And so last night after dinner, I shared with Blake what I talked to her about. That after a few days being with a toddler, I really need us to be together as a family on Sunday. I need that to be sacred, even if that means we get quote unquote less done. I also need to hear from him more that he sees me and what I'm doing. We developed a code word, tiller in honor of our Sunday incident to help us find humor and also boundaries when I really need help. So if he's outside working on something, I'm like, hey, dude, Taylor, I need backup. And there's no questions asked. He gets it. And it also gives him a word to use. It's our secret code language. I tried to explain to him that my inability to bitch about having a bad day with Tallulah is like saying he can't bitch about a hard test. We both signed up for this, right? These are things that one day, not that long ago, we were wishing for. But that doesn't mean it's not challenging. There has to be space for frustrated, flawed selves, because if you have the space to intentionally do it, then we're a lot kinder to ourselves and a lot kinder to others. I know our conversation was. Yesterday morning, I woke up and I got a text from my sister to the Titty Committee. For any new listeners, this is our friends slash mom group between my sister and best friend, Mackenzie. Go listen to that episode in season one to get them known to them better. They're the best. 8.31 this morning, Allie says, y'all, I'm in rare PMS form. I respond, do tell. She said, Chase was drinking a smoothie wrong today. I flipped out. I was scrambling the eggs wrong. Flipped out again. And I'm in the I hate myself death spiral about my body, which always happens during PMS. I said, bless, deep breath. In two days, your body's going to be lovable. I go through the same thing every month. Chase was probably drinking the smoothie all wrong. Who needs eggs? Maybe you should go get a donut. It's not going to help with number one, the body, but it might help with two and three. She said, the question's on my brain. Why don't I wake up early? I'm lazy. Why don't I exercise every day? I have time. I guess I don't care enough, but gross. Look at me. Give me a coffee. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. I bet they're going to tell me I'm fat. Like none of this is rational. I read that and I felt for her so immensely because I've been there when you just go down this spiral. So I said, all right, first of all, being able to name it, half the battle. Now act like I'm telling you this and how are you going to respond to me? Think about the girlfriend method. Again, season one, go listen. Also, 
Resting and not physically moving your body because you're tired is taking care of yourself. I recently heard something that when you think everyone hates you, you're probably tired. And when you hate everyone else, you're probably hungry. Maybe some rest is on the docket. She said, oof, hungry, tired, no truer words. Then I tried to see her like I've been needing to be seen. I said, what I see, you take care of your body, your work, your family. We never do it at 100%, 100% of the time. That's just not reality. You're taking on a new role and new responsibilities at work. That's exhausting. When we're tired, we're not our best. Your father-in-law had a serious health scare this weekend. He did. It's quarantine. We're close to the end, but we're still in it. And every time I see you, you look firm, healthy, and strong. You may see fat, but that's just your period goggles. And for any of you girls out there, you get it. She said, girl, I needed that. Love you for life. I said, I'm here for you always. She said, I'm going to go shopping tonight. I need a minute. I said, give yourself both. A little pick-me-up goes a long way. She then said, sorry for the self-pity word vomit this morning. I had to get it out. Mackenzie and I both said, don't apologize. That was it. A handful of exchanges. She got out the demons that come along with hormones and doing it all. We showed up how we could and the day moved on. It's that simple sometimes. Word to the wise, get you some venerable friends. Set the stage for when you need to get it out and do it unapologetically. I cannot tell you how many times a week we text each other, can I vent? Being able to ask that question, knowing exactly what we need, allows others to do the same because in about 24 hours time, another one of us is going to respond, can I vent? There's a final lesson I had to learn this week, and it's one I wish I didn't have to. Very dear friend went through an unimaginable situation with her pregnancy. I was in Atlanta. She was in California. And within days, there were women that showed up from across the globe. I'm talking literally D.C., Norway, Atlanta, California. We sent food, arranged details, delivered clothes, updated each other, sent photos, and continued to let her know that she isn't alone. One of the most helpful things that happened during this is when my friend point blank said what she needed. I would like this meal. I need these items delivered. I felt capable and helpful. And as someone who loves her, I wanted to know what she needed. And the fact that she gave me that was a gift. It took me back to what my therapist said about saying what I need. Maybe it does lose the romance, but it's healthy. Support in a marriage or in a friendship on a Wednesday morning when you're having a shit day because of PMS is one thing. Showing up for a friend in tragedy is a whole other. I was talking with one of the other women saying how grateful I was that we were able to give her the support that she needed. She said, Casey, she's a beautiful soul who shows up for other people. And this is just her getting back what she gives. Stopped me. I said, how am I showing up? How am I letting people know I'm here in big and little ways? Being a woman for other women, hell, a human for other humans. Aren't these the superpowers of humanity? Asking for what we need invites others to do the same. Showing up for others invites others to do the same. Being vulnerable invites others to do the same. Support is a symbiotic relationship. The more we give, the more we get, the more we ask, the more we answer. So I'm going to leave you with this. Get yourself a support group, women and friends and men and family who show up for you and who you show up for. Practice honesty, even when you don't know what to ask or what to offer. If you just show up and acknowledge where you're at, live the question, so to speak, can I vent? Can I say what's on my mind? That's powerful. And when you're done listening to me talk about where I'm at this week, go check out Elaine Fluker and the Support is Sexy podcast. She is so freaking cool. I am loving this woman and I'm going to share my episode when it drops and also have Elaine joining me on the show in a few weeks. So we, we got lots of Support is Sexy happening here on the Fuck It All podcast. This is Casey Let Gordon and the Fuck It All podcast. We are modern women redefining it all. And today... We learn how to ask, give, and receive support.
because as Elaine says, it's sexy as hell. <laughs>